Blog Talk Radio. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Welcome to Wine Talk for tonight, Wednesday, September 2011. It's 11 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu the Wine Guru, coming to you live from beautiful Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also go into my chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or tweet me any questions you like at at stewthewineguru on Twitter. We are streaming live on Twitter as well, and I will read them live on the show. I want to say thanks to all the listeners globally for getting the word out about the show. Welcome to all of you listening worldwide call that the power of the people meets the power of the internet now if you want to find out more about me just google stew the wine guru you can find the websites the videos the magazines and the tv shows i'm currently a part of speak of articles and reviews i'm writing the wine articles and reviews for yahoo examiner and simply the best magazine so look for those i'm the latest issue of simply the best which is a lifestyle magazine available on newsstands barnes and noble borders and fine bookstores everywhere pick one up check out my article on the millennials all my wine articles are also available on a smartphone, any smartphone. Just download the Hello Vino app, and you can take my wine reviews and articles with you anywhere you go. Tonight, I have on two guests. That's right, two for the price of one. One has combined the rock world and rock art with wine, and the other is the head of one of the most impressive fundraising charities related to music 
in the world. Howard Jackowitz is the creator of Wines That Rock, and Ron Hartenbaum is the head of the T.J. Martell Foundation. Both will be joining us shortly. Of course, the number to call in, 1646-381-4860, or if you're shy and you prefer the computer, email me your questions to info at stewthewineguru.com. You can also get onto Twitter and tweet me your questions to at stewthewineguru, and I'll read them live here on the show. As always, I've opened the chat room for the listeners to go into and chat. You can also ask me, Howard, Ron, any questions you like, and I'll check into the chat room live periodically during the show to get answers for you. Let me make sure that everyone listening knows the both Howard's and Ron's websites. You can go there for more information about them. To learn more about Howard and Wines That Rock, go to www.winesatrock.com and find out, well, everything. To learn more about Ron Hardenbaum and the T.J. Martell Foundation, go to www.tjmartellfoundation.org. Well, without further wait, let's bring on my guests for the night. Let's get them on here. Hello. You guys there? Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? I'm here. Howard? Sweet. Yeah, this is Howard. <laughs> okay, so I guess the only person we're working on right now would be Ron. So I welcome you first and foremost. Oh, um, thanks. I, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, I've, got, I've got lots of questions, and uh, I, I'd love to, for everyone listening out there worldwide to get a, a chance to learn about wines that rock. So I'm going to ask you some questions in the interim. And when uh, Ron comes onto the line, we'll uh, we'll get him on as well and join in. Sounds um, great. If you would give my listeners just a little bit about how you came up with the concept of Wines at Rock. Sure. Uh, you know, Wines at Rock is definitely a passion project for us. Um, I work with uh, two other partners that work with me on <laughs> on Wines at Rock, and um, one of my partners, Ron, called me up uh, about three years ago and uh it was pretty simple. He just he just said, Hey, what do you think of the idea of great tasting wine that uses classic album covers? And we love the idea and three years later, here we are. Um it's really just a marriage of uh of wine and music and we're trying to do things in a very unique way that no one's ever done before. So that's a, a, a quick overview. I have to tell you, um I've I've tasted the wines, and for everyone out there, uh, being that uh, that I um, I review wines all the time, uh, constantly, I, I have to take my hats off to you because your winemaker has done a, a spectacular job. They're actually, you know, the thought would be, you know, one thing or the other is going to be really good, and one thing or the other is not. But you've actually kind of married the two concepts extremely well, and. Um, you may not know, Howard, but I came from the music business, so <laughs> you've got two things put together that I have uh, a very big fondness for in my heart. Um, so I, I think you've done a, a tremendous job, and, and again, I have to first say kudos to you on that. Great. Um, well, we appreciate album that, covers, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The album covers are great. Uh, there's certainly ones that that I uh, I listen to <laughs> a million gazillion times. Um, and I urge everybody to go. I've, I've put it in my uh, in my um, chat room. I've put a link to winesatrock.com, so anyone that goes into there can just click immediately onto it and check out the website while we're chatting, while we're talking. Again, as I mentioned, we're streaming live on, on Twitter, so if there's any questions anybody has, of course, 
Uh, they can tweet them to me while we're uh, while we're having this great conversation. Um, so, give, you know, I just want to, you know, I know you're 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 a technically log- technologically savvy guy. Um, I try. I try little... to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you're being very modest, but we'll we'll go with that. I'll accept that. Um, you know, just give my listeners just a little idea on you know how you got the idea to market these and what markets you look for to to go into. Sure. Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you a little bit of background about um, Wines at Rock and, and the marketing side of it. Uh, basically, um, we, all the founders of Wines at Rock, about eight years ago, we started a company called Ultrastar. So we, we had a, a really strong background in um, music and fan bases and marketing. So Ultrastar was a very interesting company. We basically ran the official fan clubs for... Um, David Bowie, Rolling Stones, The Police, The Who, Genesis. Uh, you know, it started out as one website, which was davidbowie.com, and you know, we grew that company into, uh, you know, probably the biggest fan club company in the world. So we we had a lot of experience and and really worked directly with the artists, um, you know, for for eight years before this project. And we just wanted to do something that we thought was, you know, fun interesting and that we had a passion about. I guess one of the things that's you know interesting about the project is I think all of us that are that started the company we love wine, but I think we were all very intimidated by wine. And so part mm-hmm. of the part of the project was was really we wanted to create something that was approachable and fun and something that you recognized. I mean, you know, you just said you listen to these albums, all the albums that we that are are using as labels are things that you know that we grew up with and that are part of our you know musical DNA. So when I walk sure. in and see you know Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, or The Stones, or Woodstock, or The Police, it's all stuff that I really grew up with. And um, when you walk into a wine store and you see those labels, it's it, you know for most people it's something that they've they've known for you know maybe thirty years or more. So. Um, and that, so that was really, you know, how we came up with, uh, you know, the marketing side of it was, hey, let's just let's just, you know, work with these artists that we've already have relationships, and and um, so that's kind of where it came from. Now, and and out of curiosity, so just everybody knows, um, they can go in to what their local wine retailer to to find it, or um, are there specialty shops or or via catalog? Yeah, Sure. You know, we have some really cool stuff. I mean, certainly our website is great. Uh, you can order direct from winesatrock.com. Um, but we're also in about, I, I think, somewhere between 1,200 and 1,500 retail locations across the U.S. So it's definitely something where, um, uh, you know, we're, we're in quite a few chains. We're actually in a few um, national restaurant chains as well. So you can go in and enjoy a glass of wines at Rock, uh, you know, while you're eating at a restaurant, but also, uh, yeah, yeah, at local retailers. And if they don't have it, we inc- strongly encourage people to to go out and, uh, you know, and, and ask for it. I was explaining to someone the other day the whole concept of uh, I want my MTV and how that worked, you know, back in the day. And, you know, we're hoping sure. that when pe- people don't get uh, wines at Rock that they ask for it because it's definitely a, a fun thing. And, uh, you know, the holidays are coming up and, that's that is one thing we get put in a ton of um, kind of coolest holiday gift guides and and we like that it's a it's a fun gift to give and receive so that's definitely a good part of what we do. 
Now, now let me remind you, you have a global audience you're listening to, so I'm going to tell every, you know, you have people out there that are from all over the world here. Um, I take it you could ship to other countries and all? You know, we have a partner that actually does ship to, I believe it's 22 countries um, in, you know, in the European community. So, yeah, if you, if you want ones that rock, there's, uh, there's definitely links that uh that you that you can get if you go to our website and we will we kind of redirect you uh right to our European partners. So yeah, you can, everybody can get access to it for sure. Excellent. Yeah, I was gonna say and, and you know and here's the thing. I, I I wanted you to give me a little idea as to how you met up with with uh with Ron and um and got involved with the T J Martell Foundation. Sure. You know, from the very beginning of our project and you know we we really took our time with Wines Rock and wanted to do something unique and special so you know we 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 knew we wanted to use iconic artwork we knew we wanted great tasting wine you know you had just said um that you really did enjoy the wine and we really strived hard we knew people would think the album covers were cool but we wanted to put great wine in the bottle uh, another big part of what we wanted to do is do it at a reasonable price so put it at a good price point um, and then the sustainability and the green factor were big, and and the charitable component was kind of the, like the fifth. Uh, I, would, I call them our pillars of our of our business. But we were all very adamant about doing uh, you know a, a charitable component right from the very beginning. And you know I, we met T.J. Martell. Um, you know they've been around for you know quite a long time. They've got a great history. They have a really strong music background, and um, you know, we hooked up, and they loved the idea, and we said, look, we'd love to just partner with you. And um, so basically we give, uh, you know, a small percentage of every single bottle that we sell um, to the T.J. Martell Foundation. And we just think they they do great work. It's a great cause, um, and they do something very unique, and uh, and we just wanted to support it. So that that's kind of a little background about the, the T.J. Martell Foundation. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, and I have to say, um, it's amazing if you get a chance to go onto their site. Um, of course, all the musicians that they've gotten involved with, and um, and um, all, all the, the the shows that they've had, and um, and the charities that you know they love, and um, they do such great things. And, and so, I urge everybody, all my listeners, to really take a little time. Of course, check out both sites, um, but you know, definitely, definitely get on to tjmartellfoundation.org and and take a look because there's a lot to, to, to learn about. Um, and then the other thing is I have, uh, I'm just looking, I see a quick email here from, uh, Shaolin, uh, from Shaolin 42 from Hong Kong. Stu, your show is great. I just went to the site. Um, can I get these wines in, uh, can I get these wines in Hong Kong? I, I assume you can. I just, well, you said there's a, there's someone that they can, they can go to. Yeah, but you know, I know that we ship to 22 countries in the European community. I don't know if we ship to Hong Kong. That's a good. That um, that's a good question. If you tell them to email me, I can definitely find the answer sure. for them. Absolutely, absolutely. So, thank you, Shaolin42 from Hong Kong for your for your question, and um, I'm sure we'll be able to get find out for you. No problem. Um, in addition to that, I, I I wanted to know. You know, I I've, 
I've seen Howard at uh, at different wine events and all that. And so I wanted to ask, are there going to be upcoming events that uh, my listeners who are situated everywhere can go to and to you know get a chance to taste the wines in that kind of atmosphere and uh, and maybe get a chance to meet you directly? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I think you and I had hooked up at the South Beach Food and Wine Show. I think that's where I first yeah. met you. Uh, and we're definitely uh, planning on doing that one again. We've got um, – we're trying a few new shows as well. Um, Wine Riot, we're doing that in the next couple weeks. I know that's coming up in September. And, uh, yeah, we've actually uh, – I think um, Mohegan Sun, we're doing that. And uh, we've just signed up for quite a few – I mean, we love doing the trade shows. Um you know, when we when we go there, you know, we we try to do a different type of wine tasting than anybody else. You know, our whole concept is blending wine and music. And you know, we when we come, we like to you know bring the video monitors and play video and and crank up the tunes and really you know pair the wine with the music. So it's definitely it's a fun environment. Um, and you know, we think we do a, you know a unique job at the tasting. So. Um, you know what, I'll definitely, um, in the next couple of days, I'll, I'll post some of the upcoming events that we're going to be at. But definitely the the Food and Wine Show, the Wine Riot, and uh, the Mohegan Sun, we're doing that. Yeah, and, and, and obviously let me know locally, because I, I certainly like to, to hook up and check out some stuff that you do. Um, I was also going to say to you, uh, you know, what future labels can we look forward to seeing? You know, we actually... Up? We are we are working on a new one. It's actually going to get released. Um, I think it's October fifteenth, and we have some really great marketing and promotion coming around it. And I think people are going to be really excited about um, the new label. But we've we've definitely got a new one coming out. It's been um, you know approved, and uh, so yeah, we're ready to roll. I don't know if I'm allowed. Can we to talk about it, it or can we talk about it, or it's still hush hush? It's it's still kind of not fully announced yet. So, but okay. but it, I think October fifteenth is the date that we're we're shooting for for an announcement. Um, but I, like I said, it's a definitely uh, it's it's a it's a big popular favorite band, and uh, everybody that we've you know been working with is very excited about it. So, well, I have to tell everybody out listening out there, by all means, October fifteenth is not too far away. Uh, keep tabs on Howard at uh, and and Wines at Rock at their website. Uh, you can also follow them on Twitter at Wines That Rock as well. So I'm sure there'll be tweets about it and uh, and, and teases and all that. We'll give you a heads uh, up too. <laughs> that would be great. That'd be fantastic. So um, yeah, I, I guess the other thing is going to say is that it, are there does your does your winemaker look at um, a, any particular way that they decide on which wines they're going to use for a particular label? Absolutely. Is, is it the first? Absolutely. It's actually, that's probably, you know, the, the maybe the most interesting part of our story because, you know, we we definitely started out with these iconic albums and, you know, we, we, we did that. But, you know, when we were looking for our partner and who was going to make this wine, you know, that, that was um, a very fun part of the process. I mean, we basically uh, met quite a few different winemakers and we really were looking to challenge a winemaker to do something completely different. And, and what we were talking with a lot of different winemakers was, you know, can they listen to music and actually, you know, use the music to inspire and guide the winemaking process? And, you right. know, it's, an, it's a very interesting uh, proposal for a winemaker. Some people, when we said that to them, they looked at us like we were crazy. And a couple of them <laughs> looked at us and said, 
I can totally do that. And I think, you know, we partnered with the Mendocino Wine Company, um, and we did that for quite a few reasons. You know, one of them was uh, Mark Beeman, our winemaker, was one of the guys who, who got it instantly and said that he could do it, that he could listen to an album like Dark Side of the Moon and, you know, basically, you know, write down his emotions, his feelings, his thoughts about what the music was doing and then really use the varietals and the spice rack to kind of interpret uh, the music through the wine. And that's exactly what we're doing. So we're definitely not just, you know, slapping labels on bottles and saying, oh, well, this, you know, this should be that. We literally, the way we work is we get, we, once we, we pick the album that we're going to do, we give it to Mark and say, you know, what is it? And he's the one who came back and said, I think Dark Side of the Moon should be a Cabernet and, and, and made the, the, the custom blend for it. So we think, we think nobody else is really doing that. Um, the closest I've heard is, uh, there's a company in Japan that plays music to its, to the sake while they're making it. But we think we have something totally unique and and that's that's a big part of what we do. So when you drink, you know, the Rolling Stones Merlot, it's it's intended to be representing what the stones are all about. And and Mark definitely our winemaker does a better job of explaining um how he does it, but he's written some pretty cool articles and they're up on our website if if your re- uh, listeners want to check it out because it's Absolutely. I, it's really fascinating how he like I said, you know, listens to the music and, and helps guide the winemaking process through the music. Well, I can tell you from both perspectives. And here's, I, I, you, you have the unique opportunity to have someone who's been both in the music business, who's a musician, and uh, a, let's just say a, a wine, I hate to use the, the, the terminology expert or authority, but I'll, I'll just say in this scenario. And, um, you know, music evokes emotions naturally uh, visceral and 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 instinctual emotions uh when you listen to it and the interesting thing is so does wine so you know without music just drinking wine you have you have one uh one set of emotions that can can be stirred and with music without wine you have one set of emotions that can be stirred and, and evoked but together it's a very interesting combination and it, i don't think there's any particular um, set of emotions that one could say, if I drank a Merlot <laughs> and I listened to Dark Side of the... I'm just saying, or if I listened to Rolling Stones, this is what I should get out of it. It's just an amazing thing. It's so subjective and so personal to each person that it's a, to, for me, that's what I think is the best part of you putting the two of those things together. Because just looking at a label, someone thinks immediately, oh man, I remember the first time I listened to Dark Side of the Moon. You know what I mean? And then, so that starts something, well, it starts something in your brain chemistry, and then all of a sudden, now you're you're sipping on a Cabernet, and and that does something. And it's just just a, a great, for me, I think it's a great concept and a great combination of two things that um, go together so well. You know, that is that is at the very core of what we're trying to accomplish. You know, I, I was looking um, at our Facebook page before I came on, and there's a, a quote from a, one of our just followers. His name is Patrick, and he just, if you don't mind, I'll read it to you because it's like the. Go ahead. It says, I just polished off a bottle of your Dark Side of the Moon Cabernet Sauvignon with my father listening to the same album. You guys have some incredible wine. It's like. That is exactly. I mean, it, that's what we write on the back of the of the 
of the wine bottle. We're telling people, you know, pop the cork, crank up the Grateful Dead, crank up, you know, the the music of Woodstock, crank up the police, the Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, and enjoy the taste of the music. And that's our goal. That's really like what we're we're trying to do. So, um, you know, it's literally love, a party in the bottle. <laughs> we we love hearing that. We love hearing that people are are doing that. And and one yeah. of the best hours I've had in a long time was when I got our first bottle of wine and and put the album on and you know broke open the bottle and drank the wine and it's 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 awesome. That's like I said, that's our goal. So 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 where do you see? I mean, I know that's the the the. the uh, kind of clichéish question, but you know, where do you see your your company going? Um, and you know, what are the things, exciting things that you know one could could look forward to finding you and and seeing and seeing the the company create and do? Sure, you know, one of the things that, that's interesting about the model is, you know, you just had a, a reader. He was he was from Hong Kong, correct? Yes, the guy that correct. you emailed. I mean, you know, we have yet to really kind of, you know, branch out our distribution worldwide, and that's something that we absolutely are striving to do. Um, you know, and, and there's different music in different countries that are popular and interesting, and so, you know, in America, maybe it's the Rolling Stones and Pink Floyd, and maybe in Japan it's something different, and we love the idea of kind of, you know, just really doing things that speak to people, doing the music that speaks to people, and branching the concept out. So, you know, we're definitely not um, – we we would like to be a global company, and we'd like to, to you know, continue to create new varietals and uh, really just expand the brand and um, and have fun with it. So that's definitely our yeah. goal, uh, you know, in, in the company. And the fun part about what we're doing is, you know, there's an endless supply of, of wine labels for us, right? I mean, there's, there's – Oh, Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the part we're 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 looking to kind of expand and uh, yeah. But right now, like I said, October fifteenth, we have our new one coming out. We're definitely uh, focusing on that as well. So and so and and I guess you know one gets these thoughts in their head of or visions, at least for me, as like working at your company. You know, everybody's hanging out in a conference table. They've got. <laughs> They're cranking up some, some uh, you know, Uriah Heap, um, and they're t- testing out different wines to go, hmm, what do you think would go good with Uriah Heap this week? You tell anyone, questions, anyone? <laughs> you, know? you know, it's ultimate music geek fun. It's like, it, it is true. Like, you know, when we first started the project, we basically just put put a, like a poster together and put – our favorite albums up there. And, you know, it, it, building the company and doing it like that uh, it was definitely just very exciting. And, and um, like, you know, I think the other part about it is I'm a huge music fan. I mean, I grew up with albums, and I, the tactile sure. experience of listening to music and holding the album was a big thing about listening to it, enjoying the music. And, and I we really felt like, like that whole experience was is lost in this digital age, and so for us, sure. like that was another thing about the project that was fun. It was like bringing back these classic pieces of artwork and that were really part of the music as well. So for us, it's that's a big part of it. And um, yeah, like I said, it's it, it's pure music geek fun when we were doing that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you this: this is a kind of a, a, a last tribute to this whole concept, and that is this. I mentioned about the whole evoking of emotions and all. If you think about it, 
any everybody can relate to this. Everyone can remember um, one of the first times, or maybe the first time that they listened to, let's just say, I'll throw out Dark Side of the Moon. Sure. Everyone also can remember if you're a wine enthusiast, the the first cab that really knocked your socks off. So the interesting concept is is that now you take those two ideas, remembering experiences, and you put them together into one experience. And I, I think the music enthusiast looks at it and says, man, if the, if the wine is anything like the album or anything like the experience I had with the, the first time I listened to Dark Side of the Moon, this is going to be awesome. And the wine enthusiast says, man... <laughs> If the if the you know if the wine is why is anything like the you know my first experience having my first cabernet this is going to be awesome you know what I mean so either way it's a win win situation so I I I don't have like very little time left I wanted to just thank you first and foremost for coming on the show and um, and giving us all a little insight into your world and what you put together I think it's a great idea a great concept I urge everyone to go to winesatrock.com check out the website go to your, find out your local retailer where you can find it or put, buy sip a little wine while you're while you're uh, buying some wine and, um, and and thanks again and, and, and keep us posted keep me posted as to what's happening with Wines at Rock and um, I, I, I have the tjmartellfoundation.org set up here so everybody can check that out as well um, and, and thanks so much I really appreciate it Howard Oh, yeah, definitely. I enjoyed it, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we will stay in touch for sure. That sounds perfect. Again, have a great evening. Talk to you okay, soon. cool. Thanks. Take Cheers. So that was Howard Jackowitz of Wines That Rock. I have to tell you guys, uh, you got to get to the, the website. you got to check it out. Um, if you have any questions about Wines That Rock, you can go to winesatrock.com. Um, if you have any questions about the show, just go to www.stewthewine.com. You can also email me at info at As I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Stew the Wine Guru. Check back with me next week uh, when I'll have Renato Rotti's Pietro Rotti, the owner and vintner for Renato Rotti Wines. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru.